Hello. Hello. It worked. Hooray! <laughs> the, Technological function. The night I've had with Skype. This, this was never air. Let me tell you. I did the update for you, BT Dubs. Good. I think that might have been the problem. All right, uh, let me turn off my heater so y'all had to listen to that the whole time. I could, every time I would add, I had uh, Harold on the line, but every time I would add Nick Ward, he would immediately drop. Like you get the answer sent, and you're, it'd be like he answered and immediately quit. Great. And finally, somehow, I think. Harold called me and Nick, and I couldn't see that Nick was on the call, but I could hear him, so that was good enough. Technology enough. Hey, it's how you know a good chunk of us make a living, so I guess we can't be too, you know, too harsh. Right. And how much time do you spend with it actually working right? Um. Um. Yeah, well, okay, so you have a good point there. Even more prof- we're professionally doing it, we uh, have nothing but problems. Yeah, yeah. Problems we create, mostly of our own volition, and then try to ignore. I like the famous last words, oh, I think I'll redo this thing. It's not working as well as I wanted it to. You know, we have these five pieces of our infrastructure, but they're awfully redundant. Maybe we can do with just two. We should modernize. Modernize. Yeah, okay. But could we start with maybe a policies and procedures manual? Could we start there? Let's let's go there. Mm. How about everybody not make up what they're doing all the time? So this is my second show of the night. Oh yeah. So I've still got all the tabs open from the last show. So I'm just going to oh, read sweet. them. I'm going to read them off in rapid succession. Okay. Kind of use guys an idea of what we talked about. Sure. Uh, Yellowstone Volcano Observ- Observatory. Mm-hmm. Super volcano, right? We're all doomed. Girl Scout cookies. Thin mints all the way. <laughs> Bug bears. Oh. Kobolds. <laughs> uh, gnome slayers. Uh, Timecube.com. Oh, uh, Hypercube, right? Is it it Hypercube or Timecube? Timecube. It's offline now. Oh, that's a good one. But it's in the archives. Web archives. Larry Wilmore. The Nightly Show. Flat Earth Society Wiki. (laughs) Good Lord, what happened on Twitter this week? Oh, my God. The whole everyone just went insane collectively on Twitter. I'm so happy that I've been so busy this week that I have not been had a chance to read any of that stuff. But oh my god, tigers and and furries and um, uh, Kanye West being mad at somebody, but I couldn't figure out who. And uh, what was the other thing? The um, what was it you were just talking about? I'm so angry I forgot. Uh, Daily Show with Trevor Noah. The uh, Cinnamon Bun Oreo and the Oreo Wonder Vault. Hmm. That was my last tab. No call for that one. Weird flavors of Oreo. This seems to be an ongoing theme with them. Mm -hmm. A little short-term throw out a new random flavor. I I think they need to stop. (laughs) <laughs> right I mean once it gets to the point that they're making a red bean Oreo like you know they've hit they've hit the bottom of the bucket mm-hmm. so is that peak Oreo or trench Oreo the trough of sadness there it is <laughs> alright I'm adding one more person there's a uh, line hum there or something. Uh, somebody mentioned that before. Coming from me. Is it from you? I, I can't hear it. So I don't know. Well, I muted myself and I could still hear it. Here, so let me. I'm going to hit me. I'm going to hit my cough switch real quick. 
Wait, Mike's in this one? Yeah, I know. Did you guys just start? Are you starting that now? So is the noise does the noise go away when I hit my switch? Can you hit it longer? It does not. Hmm. I mean, to me it sounds like uh, dirty power. Right. Power, you Ooh. dirty. Well, um, yeah. All right. Are you running on. that through like a, a surge protector or anything? Oh wait, how about <laughs> wait. there? There? Yeah. There? We're all good now. No, uh, it's back. No, it's back. It's back. Oh, that's no, gone. Right. Okay. Let me um do something <laughs> here real quick. So, <laughs> so you were so affecting. What, what was it? He was apparently affecting uh, the last I don't call. have any comment to make at this point in time, but let's pull out <laughs> the thing real quick. <laughs> I'm worried. Who else is on the call? Uh, Aaron? Oh? <laughs> no, I'm reading your Slack. No. You asked that. <laughs> <laughs> I can, sir, I can answer that for you. Did you want to know before I added you so you could wave it off? Or? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Too late now. You're stuck now. (laughs) (laughs) Him. Oh, there we go. Welcome to this wretched hive of scum and villainy. Mm -hmm. And Oreos. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, flavored Oreos is scum and villainy. I'm still upset that I got Jabba's palace confused with uh, the cantina scene. And it's like in a recording that will last for in perpetuity. You're the guy that was wrong about Star Wars. <laughs> Wait, uh, well, yeah, but I thought George Lucas was the one who was wrong about so there, Star Wars. Is, is that better? Bam. I can. So, what are we talking about? Uh, uh, well, well, Mike was just reading off a list, as <laughs> is our want. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. You guys, we just we just I'm going to give you some insider insider information. We just did what is possibly the weirdest three guys three questions we've ever done. Whoa! <laughs> it's it's uh, going to be episode six, I think. I don't know. I might hold it back. <laughs> I've heard some pretty might, weird might episodes. Say that one for the special times. I had like a very specific theme, and that theme was the Victorian age. Oh wow! Isn't that just like a weird thing to do? For an hour, mm. yeah, a little bit, <laughs> little an bit. hour on a philosophy slash comedy podcast. I mean, like how how historically <laughs> like learned <laughs> no, are you guys uh, about the Victorian age? Well, I don't know. Uh, well, you know these guys. Come on. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, is mean this Adam like Roderick it. talking about it, or <laughs> no. they are as educated on that as they are on anything else? We talked mm. about chamber pots. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of pip pip charho. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Downtown basically Abbey. Basically, the way it starts is going to, like, I think our subscription numbers are going to have themselves. <laughs> wow. That good, huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for it. Yeah, subscription <laughs> Maybe numbers. Edit that part to the end. <laughs> no, I'm leaving it in, man. I just decided. It's all podcast gold. Yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, so, uh,. If you were to make a custom Oreo flavor, what would it be? Mm. Oh. I feel just like anything that's not original Oreo is not Oreo. Mm-hmm. Like yep. I'm fine with them existing in the world. I accept that it exists, but I don't. I'm not interested in them. Or, or if I did partake in them, I wouldn't consider them to be an Oreo. I'd consider them to be something else. Hmm. Hmm. That's like a really specific and opinionated answer, but yeah, it doesn't really answer the question either. <laughs> but I think kinda, I, I kind of expected make, you to be an expert on this, on answering questions. I think peanut butter, that probably exists though, right? Peanut yeah. butter? Yeah, I've heard of peanut butter before. Okay. That's kind of my problem is that the, the Oreo I would create probably already exists. It's like yeah. chocolate fudge Oreo. Right. That's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. I can't think of all. I've seen those birthday cake ones. That sounds disgusting. Um, They are disgusting. Who wants to, and who is this cadre of people who want to eat more birthday cake? Uh, well, <laughs> hold on. I, I like cake. Like, but birthday cake is like, like usually not cake. the best cake. Okay. I mean, I, maybe you have that, right? When they make birthday cake flavor, it's not the kind uh-huh. of cake you want. 
It's like the crappy kind of cake. Yeah. It's I mean, it's definitely dry. Cake. Yeah, but that's a birthday cake. I mean, that's the thing. But that's it's like the, not how, even vanilla. It's just it. like it's like white cake. So it's like the flavor of it is sugar, and then the frosting is just white sugar frosting, and then it's maybe yeah, it's like sugar and Crisco. Yeah, sugar yeah, on sugar exactly. on sugar on fat. And it, then like, what's wrong here, guys? It, this is the whole point. It's, that, it's, it's an Oreo. It's it's what white privilege tastes like. <laughs> the taste of white privilege. <sighs> are we recording or are we waiting to diagnose the sound that came back? Huh? I'm recording. I can't oh, hear the sound, so. You did earlier and I heard it disappear. Me? So that, it was that person. I don't know. I can't hear it, so it's good on the recording. Okay. Well, hopefully it doesn't drive me mad. Well, I'm sure that our audio engineer can just noise gate it out, right? Maybe I need to take off my tinfoil hat. Maybe I'm hot. Maybe I should turn down my game a little. It sounds like electronic interference. I don't I got a mess here. I don't know. Dirty power. This is a, this is like a sound that my my microphone my Yeti had the whole time I owned it. Yeah. Well, the Yeti picks up everything. I mean, there's nothing. This well, Yeti I talked I talked to the people at Yeti, and it wasn't the mic. It wasn't like that's not. It wasn't normal level of Yeti weirdness. It was like they actually determined. Oh, there's something loose. Like they specifically knew what it was, and they're like, just send it in, and we'll replace it. And I was like. I do a podcast every week. Because <laughs> <laughs> you express me that you, you know, I'll, I'll swap you one. If you can be certain that, yeah, and it would just never went anywhere. It's like, ah, whatever. So I oh. just bought the ATR or whatever. Let me try this. Tell me if this helps. There. No. 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 <laughs> I do think it's, I'm not sure it's Mike because Mike muted earlier and I still heard it. Well, but I mean. It's got to be one of us goobers. But I go. And I it's not. Aaron, because he does this thing for a living, so that only leaves us the two. Wait, I don't do this for a living, guys. I want you to. Get... <laughs> well, you know, the, the you have more than one podcast, which at this point, right. you know, I, 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 <laughs> you know what though? Maybe I do this for a living. Maybe this is the this is my my um, shoes thing, my shoelaces thing, right here. There you go. Mm, this is the day. Thank well, you. I muted in it to not go away. Yeah. Well, see, I told you it was totally me. Maybe there's maybe there's just some sort of ghost. There's probably a German word like Skype site, Zeit, Skype, Skype Geist. Words. Skype Geist. Two, one. <laughs> a metaphor. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I swapped my power cord uh, for a possible dirty power thing because um, I have two MagSafe 2 cables in my house, and one of them uh, unfortunately has the stress strain relief issue. And in addition to that fact, the actual plastic around the outer edges has been slowly decaying over time. Yeah. And so now it's held together by um, masking tape and hope. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah yeah probably not the cleanest power i could ever have but i did swap I've, it for an actual nice one i have i've lucked out when it comes to the the apple power adapters for like everything um i know it's a real problem though because i'm like an it guy and we have a tons of of apple products that we service so I, like i know it's a thing but for some reason all of them i've had i've never had any of those issues, it's amazing. Uh, my MagSafe one is totally chewed up. Mm. Yeah. Looks like someone ran over it with a car. Wow. Did someone yeah. run over it with a car, maybe? No. I, I always take very good care of things. Like, yeah. I, you know, I have all of my old everything electronics, and they That's all work the thing, fine. too. Like, like, so I'll have a teacher who's, like, you know, a very mild-mannered person in their, like, 60s who has you know they've used the same water bottle since 1972 everything is taken care of and their mac charger will just get all frayed and broken and it's uh it's interesting to me whereas i don't feel like i take that great care of stuff and i've never had a problem it's bizarre 
Yeah, I mean, Gremlins. since my Apple days, I do the you know the little loop thing to make sure that we're not straining on either end. But um, the my spare one, the one I keep for kind of living room purposes, uh, yeah, it's just old. I mean, it's <laughs> what seven years old now, six or seven years old, because it's from one of the original MacBooks that I've just thrown an adapter on. I love to do like like when I need to distract someone or like I can tell they're like get upset about something. I'm like, let me show you something. And I go pop and I pop up the little hinges on the adapter and they're like, has that been here the whole time? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like my favorite thing to do. I don't use those. Um, yeah, I don't. actually. I only a, it's impossible them. to make it look neat. Oh, that's fair. But uh, the only time I ever use it is when I'm throwing it into a bag and I don't want the cord flying everywhere. I mean, that's yeah. literally the only time I would ever use them. The little wings. Other than I had to replace them a lot because people are, you know, not very nice with them. Stuff, yeah. This is a this is I this is a good show so far. I feel I feel we're helping people. That sound is gone. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> hmm. Mike's not saying anything. Mike's not so saying anything. It's totally him. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, have you uh, have you got a joke for us? <laughs> uh, Still, he doesn't want to talk about it. I don't know. One of uh, these days. One of these days. Yeah, it's going to happen. That episode was supposed to let one rip. We're all just going to die laughing right here. Right Taking here the, the pineapple show. lumps. Mm. 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 Pineapple and chocolate. Just born to be together. Mm. Okay. Nuts and gum. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, if you say so. That's a Simpsons reference. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And I know that because I've had like 10 different people explain to me that's a Simpsons reference. <laughs> uh, I got to be honest with you. I did not grow up in a household that was um, fond of the Simpsons and so never uh, <laughs> never got into that particular television. You know program. what? I, I didn't either until maybe I was like 10 or 11 or yeah, it, it, no, no. I had to be like 12 or 13. And I came into the living room and my dad was watching the Simpsons and laughing his butt off. And he's all, okay, you guys can watch this now. Right. <laughs> a very similar thing happened to me. Yeah, my parents are not that cool. It, well, because like the first couple seasons, it was like, it was really a, a family show. And, you know, you'd have like zany antics and whatever. But at the end, there was like some sort of like story about the family, like overcoming some challenge, you know, like any sort of sitcom yeah. was. Well, and I think anything that's... um. See, it's good comedy, and any good comedy points out like the hypocrisy of people, which which I think is healthy, right? It's like good to to have a light shown on our kind of like stupid things because it's like, oh yeah, it is kind of unreasonable, right? Yeah, yeah. Stop taking your uh, everything so seriously. Right. Sure, it's a perfectly fine television program. Just uh, you know. Whatever. Well, and now you're, in, right yeah, now you're in a situation where you 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 can't start because like that's a commitment. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's the longest running television show, basically on TV, more or less nowadays, save maybe a news program or two. Yeah, it's or so opera, yeah, yeah. Definitely, even probably has the most episodes of any. I I imagine. It's a good trivia question. And there's good and bad, and you know it's like there's there's it, one every that one time everything got 3D. Remember that? Was, it, was that a Treehouse of Horror episode? Or yeah. it was indeed. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm not entirely ignorant of, of yeah. The Simpsons. But so much of it is is stuck in a time and place too. Mm, yeah. I haven't seen an episode of The Simpsons since. I was in high school, though. That's like when I kind of stopped watching, like maybe when I was like 18, 19. That's when it's, mm. to me, it started yeah. to get kind of uh, not that good. Unfortunately, in college, I, you know, when I was finally old enough to kind of pick the things that I wanted to watch for TV, um, the family guy had come out and, you know, Ugh. because I was dumb and lacking in taste, uh, I watched the first couple of seasons of that 
Yeah. Run. But, you know, well, I will say what? Matt Groening was a alumni of my college, so when The Simpsons was on live on Sundays, the entire campus was quiet because everyone was in their dorms watching The Simpsons. Watching it, nice. learning, absorbing. <laughs> uh, this is this is our one famous graduate. <laughs> I I had a I told you I think I I had an art teacher who was um, who went there, and obviously he's an art teacher, so he was really into Matt Groening, like he knew all the facts. That was fun. Hmm. It's a drawing and cartooning teacher. Yeah, she's a, a real show. class. We're uh, we're Family Guy is a terrible show. So Family Guy, I think it was second season, maybe. I remember watching the first season and being like, this is disgusting and terrible. And then I watched the second season for some reason. Like someone told me, like, no, it's it actually got a lot better. And it kind of was, and then like it was like a few episodes and it got back to being really terrible. So I think my problem with, with family guy more or less is how hit or miss it can be. Mm. Like there is some really smart stuff going on in its satire. And you know, I I like some of the musical stuff too, but for all of the stuff that I really enjoy about that show, I have to sit through 20 minutes, you know, 20, 25 minutes of crap, Mm. you know, just baseless kind of low denominator humor to get to the, interesting little tidbits that make me guffaw from time to time. Uh, and it's just not worth it at the end of the day. And I think that as the series went on, it kind of became diminishing returns for that too. Well, yeah, then it became a shtick. And then it's just like, they're going from one like pop cultural reference to another. And it's like, is there any kind of like anything here for me to like watch? Or is it just like, are you just like pinging my memory constantly and I'm supposed to be entertained by that? Like I can sit at home and do that myself. Yes. That is specifically, was it you that, that retweeted a vine of someone explaining why they, no, that was Josh centers. Jay centers on, on Twitter who tweeted, this is why I hate um, the big bang theory. And it was like one of those things where it was like presented as a joke, but all it was is people making references to nerdy things and then a laugh track and the person watching the tv was like there wasn't even a joke here <laughs> that's like so true yeah that's how i feel about it it's uh, and once in a while maybe you know it might make me laugh but it makes me feel bad afterwards because it's <laughs> it's just like it's all low-hanging fruit you know yeah and you know part of that is just the fact that it's a um uh it's a you know a broadcast comedy, right? And so you're having the, your audience is the lowest common denominator. That is who is there, and so it's a show about how nerds appear to those people. And I don't, I don't, I know that some people do feel that they can find themselves in these characters. I can't. I never have. And. <laughs> Watching, you know, my dad happens to be a huge fan of this particular. My mom program. watches it, and I'm like, I was like, Mom, you know, like you know me, I'm not like that, right? Like, <laughs> oh, I yeah. know, but it's funny. You know, and that's kind of what it boils down to. It's like, oh, but it's it's funny, Matt. You should watch it. It's good stuff. It's like, yeah, thanks, Dad. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I will say the character, the, the actor, I can't remember is Jim Parsons who plays Sheldon Cooper is really good, but that character is also so intense that he, I, I, that's enough. Like <laughs> I've seen enough of it. I don't need any more. That's good enough. Yeah. Mm. I think we've, uh, we've chatted it on this particular program before that, uh, yeah, I just don't care for funny, at least not on my TV. Hmm. Mm. Well, I mean, if you contrast that with like, um, the hell is that show? The the English show. A bit Down of Fry Abbey? and Glory. Um, Doctor Who. Um, the Great uh, British the Breaking crowd. Show. Oh, there, yes. See, that's okay. I found that hilarious. I think it's right. There are parts of that show that are masterpieces of comedy. If I could subscribe to a television channel that was 24 7 streaming Richard Iowati, I would pay <laughs> such huge quantities of pound sterling to get access to that Mm. (laughs) that guy is just like 
he just he's hilarious, but he also seems like someone I would want to legitimately spend time around. And the fact that he probably doesn't want to spend time around me makes it even more exciting of a proposition. I'm not a stalker, I promise. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not weird. Uh, he has other. Sh- have you seen? Have you seen him in? He he does a show called, uh, oh god, Gadget Man, where he talks about gadgets. Um, and then he does one called Travel Man, where he travels, and he's just like <laughs> so negative about <laughs> about all of it. It's just hmm, so good. Hmm. Well, I have not heard of either of these programs, so um, like he can, perhaps they will find their way into the show notes. Sounds oh, like he yeah. can really um, na- nail the. Find them for you. He really nails naming his shows. I think they're on YouTube. Hmm. Hmm. But that was a good show. Yeah, IT crowd. I, I thought it portrayed the sort of like nerd stereotype a little more. Uh, yeah, True. so I work in an IT department. Matt, you do too, right? Yep. Yeah. So, like, for me, it was like, mm, someone understands my pain. <laughs> someone understands the awkwardness of being under a desk. And have <laughs> sit on that desk. And now what? <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, hey, uh, okay. <laughs> and the weird thing that's like a net dynamic that I think a lot of IT people face where, like, you're relegated to a dungeon and everyone's mad at you that you just stay in your dungeon. You're like, when you come out of the dungeon, it's awful, and they want you back in the dungeon. But when you're in the dungeon, they're like, where is that person? I don't understand. The the dungeon is where I go to get away from the bad people. (laughs) I I just want to get, like, a T-shirt. I want to get, like, seven shirts, and they all are going to have embroidered in giant letters on the front. Um... Did you submit a ticket? <laughs> <laughs> so every time people oh, are just passing God. by people, oh. they just can, if they think they're going to ask me for some help and they can look at my shirt and be like, well, I didn't submit a ticket. I better leave him alone. Oh, man. That'll probably work. <laughs> some of us are to blame for that because we kind of we feel for our clients from time to time. It's like, yeah. I understand you're a person and you've got wants and needs too. There's but... always the one guy in the IT team that realizes his role is to be the nice guy and he screws it up for the rest of us. Right. Are you that I... guy? Yep. Now, see, <laughs> I, I am not that guy, but I work with those guys oh, yeah. <laughs> all the time. And I'm like, could you, you can't keep saying just yes to yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, and it doesn't help that the particular department that I work for has multiple ways of getting a hold of the help desk. Mm. So we've got a we've got a telephone number, which yeah. is staffed by the same people who are the the ticket people, the the, 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 the actual people who do the ticket work, which is of course brilliant. <laughs> and uh, we have an email address in addition to our regular help desk ticketing system, mm. and so. Of course, with three different ways of being able to get a hold of us, my client's favorite way remains coming and knocking on my door. <laughs> yes. <sighs> no, you just gave me PTSD like symptoms from hearing that knock. Um, hey, you busy? You think the door's closed for a reason? I just want you to think about that. Do you mind taking a look at something for a minute? What are you doing in here? Playing video games? I got a real thing for you to take care of. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I was playing video games, but um, no. Like, I've been accused of playing video games. I'm like, I don't even play video games. Like, I'm not that fun. I'm, like, super boring. Yeah, I'm in no. here, like, researching stuff. Uh, So, your ticket system, I think this is what people want to hear about. Um, it, it, Is that all going through your ticket system? Is that, revealing, is, is that opening the kimono too wide? Uh, say one more time. I'm sorry. Uh, what is, is that all integrated in your ticket system? So like you use something like Zendesk? Uh, no, actually, <clears throat> we have our own homegrown help desk that we yeah. use. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I basically I basically like threatened to murder people if we didn't go with Zendesk. And that's probably the only reason we have it, because I, I... I, di- I didn't want to deal with that. <laughs> 
I was like, I, I'm already responsible for everything else. I don't want to be responsible for the ticket system. <laughs> I'd like to say that Zendesk is on the list of things we're going to consider. Mm. Um, Team Dynamics is another one. And then whatever um, Jira's help desk product is. Because mm. we already used their uh, their KB software at Confluence. So anyway. See, we're now way, way into So the now Mike is gone and Nick is gone too. And so we're just so here succeeded. talking about I'm, I'm right uh, help here. Desk. Oh. <laughs> That's so uh welcome to help desk talk. I just don't uh I don't have to deal with any of this stuff and it's mm. uh Isn't that nice? That's, Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> okay. So so Sometimes. oh well the, the 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 point I was going at sorry, this is like a way long way around. Um we have Zendesk, so we have you can call in. You can email in. You can use the the website. You can check the knowledge base. We also have deployed MacBook Airs, MacBook Pros, and iPhones. So you could iMessage me. You could email me. Um, but like the way people love to ask for help is to wait until they see you walking somewhere mm. and oh, then ask okay. for help. Oh, this is great, right? Because it's not even a particular reason. Like, there are two or three of my clients who will stop me in the hallway and say, oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Let me think oh, of Hold it. on, hold on, hold on. I remember there was something I needed to, oh, here it is. This is the thing I needed to tell you. Right. And Go you think that, that that means, well, it can't possibly be that bad. But then they're like, oh, yes, my computer is literally on fire. Right. <laughs> Why did you think to do something about this? <laughs> Oh, that's um, yeah. Yeah. People have a, a, a real like mental block about understanding technology. Yeah. It's like real. they just they just don't want to. It's not like they can't. They mm. just either there's some sort of they think they're going to turn into something if they start learning how to use they're things. Turn into one of us <laughs> and they're going to do a podcast where they talk about ticket systems. <laughs> well, OK, this is fair here, but <laughs> This I mean, you, you can just use your stuff and not turn into, a, you know, a total Yatza, right? Uh, yes. Yes, yeah, you can. So. And especially when it's, it's software or hardware that's dedicated to your particular field. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, why am I asking, why am I answering questions about scientific programming? It's like, I'm sorry, the degree that's hanging on the wall, was there anything about that that would suggest that I know anything about scientific programming? It's like, oh, hey, you know my, about technology, right? Hey, you my flow know. analyzer's not interfacing with the PC right. What do I need to do? I just feel like if if people who work in technology could could we could tr- like our equivalent person, like if so if so if the whole idea of um I'm blanking here, like where you're born again and again is true. Um, reincarnation. Reincarnation. I bet like there's versions of us that lived during like the medieval times and we were like the wizards and the warlocks and the witches and the like, because people that like that's, well, they, they do things that are on. I can't understand them, <laughs> but I'm going to rely on them for things. <laughs> like that's, that's how it works. It's like a weird because they because I'll try uh, to teach someone like, well, here's how you can find that answer in the future. And they're like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> no, they don't take some ginger that. root and this monkey paw. <laughs> they're like, this is a dark art and I must avoid it. And I then see, go I, to your IMAP settings. <laughs> I would be perfectly okay with that if I were more magical. And the way that I would be more magical is if I never had to deal with you ever. It's like <laughs> I could just sit in my office and have all the computers, you know, singing in sweet harmony. Mm. For, for not for no, but I do. I love my clients. I love my clients. I love. Mm. There are some people I, I work clients. for who are awesome. You just have to leave it at that. I have to, uh, you know, whatever keeps you going, right? It's the The situation that we use to get through. When it comes, this is what I was talking to another guy on my IT team about today. Um, And this might be the episode that my shoelace episode, because after I say things, I'm just going to be fired. But um, (laughs) this will never air, though. So that's never air. Yeah. Yeah. But people are so stressed out especially when it comes to technology because it's integral to them being able to do their job. 
mm-hmm. and people feel like they're under the gun. And so when technology isn't working right or they don't understand something, they're automatically in panic mode. And so you're mm. never really dealing with sane people. You know yes, what I mean? That's it's, fair. You're, you're dealing with people who are super stressed. So like, I understand that, but at some point that still doesn't excuse like you being completely always off your rocker. Yeah. Um, proportional response kind of important in, yeah. in my work. Uh, being able to properly describe the scope of a problem and how it affects you is really, really important to me figuring out what the problem is. And if all you do is basically scream that it doesn't work, it doesn't help me help me help you. Mm, yeah. And, and, and if you're not really thankful once it's the problem is solved, <laughs> it really is. I mean, like as much as you want to say like, well, that doesn't affect how it affects how I work with someone. Cause I, I have to constantly make decisions throughout the day. I've got, you know, 20 different things I'm working on and I have to prioritize. And if I know it doesn't seem to matter to you that I've, gonna help you out then that's all all you did was open a window and type some stuff in a couple boxes yeah this is easy for you i hate that i hate that idea i'm sure it's the same thing in like in your line of work nick i'm sure oh yeah oh just just move this around move that around and you know (laughs) that's why i got out of design I just did a time warp there. Did you guys go through the time warp? Yes. Mm, that was. I fun. think. That, I think that's where the uh, the timelines diverged. Ooh. And now we're making our own future. Did you guys ever read uh, read your own adventure books or? Oh yeah. Adventure. Oh my gosh, I love those. I had a couple uh, Indiana Jones themed mm. ones that were lame, but you know, read my, them over and over my again. My favorite one involved the Yakuza. <laughs> did you understand so, what the yakuza was when you read it i'm curious well, i like i opened the book and they're like talking about yakuza and i was all huh so i went to the encyclopedia and then i learned about yakuza it was amazing nice. well done mm. my mom using, trained me good using your resources right there <laughs> we we had an encyclopedia that encyclopedia set was like the best it was it's like a red leather Encyclopedia Britannica. Oh, Amazing. so yeah, y'all, y'all were an upscale family then. No, we weren't. Like, we, <laughs> we lived in a house that my dad built in Newberry Springs, California, which is um, a hole in the desert. And it was like, we didn't even have a toilet. We didn't have plumbing. We had a shovel. <laughs> That's how poor we were. But we had an encyclopedia set. So. Well, so you, it, it, right. <laughs> Priorities. You had, you had the best encyclopedia set. This ain't no world <laughs> book sitting on the shelves, all right? No, we had, yeah, we had the, uh, uh, the leather-bound um, Britannica as well. Yeah. yeah. I can still remember, like, the smell of that thing. The door-to-door salesman. Yeah. <laughs> they were beautiful books. Mm-hmm. They shelf really well. Um, I, unfortunately, I was uh, – this is not a um, – a touchstone of my childhood. I did not have one. Um, I learned how to use an encyclopedia in a library in a class devoted to teaching you how to use a library, which uh, turned out to be a particularly valuable skill. Mm. Was that class in college or in grade school or something? grade school oh. media studies? I think was the name of the actual name on the, the list of you know time slots, but Yeah. I didn't really use the encyclopedias all that much. I think maybe a couple of times. The best thing was it came with some kind of set they called like the great books or something. And it had, you know, like everything from like Dante to Melville, Mm, you know? Yeah. Well, we didn't have those, but I've seen them. That's pretty. Yeah. um, Whoa, that was me. I heard me. Um, Echo, echo. Did you did you guys uh uh ever ever ride the the beautiful wave that is in Carta? Yes. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. I lost count of the number of times I watched the plate tectonics video. 
<laughs> just to watch just to watch Pangea split apart several now, thousand times. Now this is a like yeah, those oh my gosh, it's so cool. Good there were only like ten or fifteen animations in the mm. entire encyclopedia when I first got it. So you know, I got a good amount of uh good amount of work out of them. There was some version of it that we had gotten that that had this secret kind of hidden section like in the file structure so like if you could look through the file structure of the thing um it was like a kids section and and it had it had kids there was one video in there of kids singing um and one kid was singing that's that rolling stone song uh hey hey you get off of my cloud whatever that song is that's where I learned that song, though. So, like, I, I thought it was just a kid making up words. And then, like, years later, like, I'm talking, like, 15 years later, I heard the Rolling Stones. And I was all, oh, did they know about that Encarta thing? I think we got it for free with our purchase of a CD-ROM drive, which was a... A 1X CD-ROM drive with a disc caddy. Nice. um, I got Manhole with my CD-ROM drive. Manhole? Yeah, this was a... It was a point-and-click game, a point-and-click adventure game um, set in Alice in Wonderland. And I like to say it was the precursor to Myst, right? So before Myst was Myst, there was this manhole. I'd like to say it was... scared of Googling this. I was say, um, <clears throat> excuse scared me. of what's going to come up here. <laughs> I'd like to say that uh, that it was from the same guys, and yes, it was. It was from Scion. But yeah, uh, if you were the if manhole, yeah, if you're looking for the Wikipedia, try the the or, manhole. Uh, oh hey, oh hey, no, I've seen this game. I remember this rabbit. Yeah, that was it was reasonably popular at the time, uh, but it's the precursor to uh, to Mist. That's where it came from. You know the a lot of the ideas for when they created this game mm. ended up when they went back and redid Mist. So this is blowing my mind. That is the one that I got. Hi. We had some weird games. Mike? You can hear me. How about that? Oh, hey. oh you're hey, overdriving. I'm overdriving. Okay. Well, I'm turning it down, so hey. let, let me hey. know. Welcome to the headspace. Okay, stop. Say, say something right there. Uh, say something right there. Maybe a tad bit less, but yeah. close. Okay. Wow. You should have nice seen warm. what I had to do to get this to, to work. <laughs> Various incantations. Did you have you to didn't like. You take pictures? Um, I could take pictures. I mean, the, the setup is still here. Uh, it's very interesting. It's in pieces now, but uh, <laughs> no, it's all here. What was the problem? Well, I have uh, USB sound cards like on my mm-hmm. Skype machine, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if that. Car, if the USB thing needs to be just reinitialized or if it actually broke, like the microphone side stopped working. Yeah, I was going to say it sounded like a USB problem because that's what was happening on my, my Yeti. So I have two USB sound cards. I plugged in a second one. I transferred the microphone over to the second one. So now I'm hearing you guys through the first USB sound card and you are hearing me through the second one. Excellent. Wow. Hey, Hattie, we're going to have to redo the wiring again. <laughs> so af- Someone comes in here and just moves stuff around. Yeah. That's the problem. So afterwards, I get to figure out what's going on with this thing. Mm. I think I might have had this USB hub overloaded. That might have been the problem. You're doing too many shows, Mike. Yeah, well, I just added a, uh, a video game capture card USB, so that might mm. have something to do with it, too. This will never twitch? Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, I'm hoping it'll twitch. I hope I'll be able to put some stuff on Twitch. That's the idea. What are you going to twitch? I don't know. Maybe I'll twitch manhole because I do have <laughs> it. Oh! It's on my Steam library. Yeah, um, I was just reading in the Wikipedia article. It's on good old games as well. Mm-hmm. I think hmm. I got it in a humble bundle. That makes sense. And I'm so scared every time we talk about this kind of stuff. I'm so scared I'm going to, like, 
start to travel down a rat hole and you guys will never see me again. <laughs> it's oh. the glorious past, my good friend. The well, glorious past. You have to make sure you can run it. It requires a Pentium uh, and 256 <laughs> megs of RAM. Two hundred. Mm. Wow, that's uh, that's a lot. Pretty sure I only had like sixteen at the time. You have to buy it in a pack of games from Cyan. Oh, well, does it include like uh, Real Mist and uh, Riven and the other ones? Um, there is a Cyan Children's pack and a Cyan Complete pack. Ah, uh, and the Complete well, pack you... does have everything. But I think I already have all these. Science, what is uh, Captain Cosmic Osmo? I have that one. Remember that? But that was a Mac game, wasn't it? Um, I have it on Windows on Steam. Huh. So maybe they ported it or something. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's in the last list of games I've never played. So, mm-hmm. but it was on the whole bundle, so I had to get it. I mean. Actually, $30 is not bad here. You get Cosmic Osmo, you missed five, missed the original, Riven, which is missed two, Uru, which is like missed four and a half, uh, Manhole, colon, the Masterpiece Edition. There's some good stuff in here. I don't know colon? why. He, yes, colon. Mm. The Manhole, colon, Masterpiece Edition. Mmm. Mmm. I don't know if I three different versions of Mist, but apparently you can get them all. Not too bad. 30 bucks. Frustrating games all. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, you guys, uh, you guys remember a, a little show called, or a little, sorry, a little uh, game called uh, Treasure Mountain? Treasure Mountain. I'm no. just now, now you guys remember I told you what I was worried about? We're, we're going down the hill now. Let's see here. Oh, see. Treasure Mountain. Treasure Mountain. Is that like with, a, without the exclamation point? With the exclamation point. Yes. Oh, uh, yet another one from the oh. loop. I remember these. Now, Treasure yeah. Mountain is one of the Super Solvers games, mm. and I had the reading one, Midnight <gasps> Rescue. I think I had that one, too. That character looks familiar to me. Uh, the, the the yellow boxer shorts and the big green puffy jacket. The What's red going on with this guy? And, uh, he had the weirdest walk on the face of the planet. There's that weird like king guy that looks like a king slash mad scientist. Too. Yeah, mm. with the big hair. Yeah, and the weird blocky snowmen. Gosh, I love this game. Okay, now what about Reader Rabbit? So there was Reader Rabbit. There was Number Cruncher. Um, I'd like to say that some of the early Carmen Sandiego games were were learning company games too before they moved on to Blunderbund. Man, this is oh wow! I can download this game. I can play this game in my browser. So if well, you've not, knowing if, you guys, if you've not had the opportunity and you're running uh, OS ten DOS. Box is your friend. Dosh box. Dosh box. Dosh box. Yeah. Great. I've been asking for this. See, I've been at. This is why I need you guys because I've been asking my co hosts on Three Guys Three Questions about how do I need, what can I do? And they're like, oh, no, get a Windows machine. Shut up. (laughs) So now I have Dosh box. Well, a lot of the uh, the games on. On good old games will run on Linux or Mac or Windows. And what I think the, the funny they thing run is, in a little VM of some sort. I think exactly. And the funny thing about it is, is that a lot of a lot of the good old games games run a, a, a branded version of DOSBox. <laughs> yeah, to make them work. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> there might be a ways around, you know, other nefarious parts of the internet. If you are particularly curious, mm. uh, uh, yes, I'll I'll consult my eye patched friends. But old games in a virtual machine, I mean, that's that's simple. Yeah, I played I, uh, I played Riven and Sheep Shaver. I mean, worst comes to worst, you can get a free testing VM from Microsoft. There you go. Mm. You now, it in I, it's interesting. I, I've I've. I found very few people who who played these games um 
but did any of you guys were you big into the Sierra online games? Is this is Sierra just, online internet. Just a hair and a pinch past my time, I think. Wait, past your time or before your time? Past. Really? I remember my friend getting into them a little bit later than I did. Right as I was like, I, uh, I, timelines get a little strange, but right as I was going into like seventh or eighth grade, he was in probably fifth or sixth grade and was big on those. But maybe I'm, maybe, maybe. he just got to it late. Yeah, because these came out, I mean, this was like late 80s, like 80s, 90s, or, you know. I didn't have the internet till about the, okay, so four, well, maybe. This is misleading because they're called the company is called Sierra Online. These weren't the, no internet had nothing to do with the internet. Oh so, yeah, but like the there were, but they were publishing games throughout the nineties. They, they yeah for a long like, time actually yeah the the Doctor Brain games mm, I don't weren't know they uh, Sierra mm. Castle of Doctor Brain. The... I thought Mule was Sierra too, but maybe not. Uh, no, so like King's Quest, Space Quest, Police Quest, Leisure Suit Larry. I didn't really? Play that. Oh wow. Um, yeah, I was young then. All right, I wouldn't have made it through Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> I, I remember my friend had my friend's dad had an Amiga, and he had Leisure Suit Larry, and we would play. <laughs> well, it. I remember. I like. I like somehow. Dumb came across like a disc of leisure suit larry somewhere you know what I mean? like i ordered it in the mail or something and i started playing it my mom's like what is this <laughs> well, i don't know this guy's in some sort of suit he seems leisurely hmm. yeah no good oh good old games mm. good old guys seriously good old games.com my favorite thing is that it it seems like uh, the best-selling game is Planescape Torment. Torment? That sounds fun. Uh, that, is, <laughs> that is a fantastic game. Oh. oh. Hmm. 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 A bit on the dark humor side, but um, <laughs> still. It's, it's a, a Bioware-esque sort of Infinity Engine game. If you're familiar with Baldur's Gate or something like that. Okay. Those are fun. That's a fun type of little. I, lo- I used to love to go to uh, the the Blockbuster video. Or I, what did they have it? What was it called? Good Guys or something like that? Oh. Good Guys. The, the old wow. times. <laughs> yeah. And go and, go and you know, get, get, get a cartridge and rent it. Oh, no, yeah, renting yeah. games. This is how you, we used you, to do it. What you do is you pick up you pick up a uh, little Caesar's pizza and some some whatever the cheapest soda you can find and then you get a you get a game and you take it home and you and you have a party with your friends and you play it. That's so. that sounds exactly like my weekends from like 12 years old to 14. Yeah. So th- yeah, that's exactly you're exactly right. That's exactly what my weekends are like, except instead of it being at my house, I went over to my friend's house to do it mm, yeah. because my parents, again, as previously established on this program, uh, not big on the uh, on, on the gaming systems either. And, well, and if, if you didn't have a Nintendo friend, you were the Nintendo friend. Right. The, the, or those whatever. Are the choices, right. Um, but yeah, no, the only time a, a, a Nintendo ever wandered into our house was when my brother and I were significantly older and I'd like to say mid teens for the both of us, uh, we would rent a 64 for a week and a few games and just go to town. But you know, that one, this, yeah, it's, was funny. Over, it's, was... it's funny cause like your, your, your parents, uh, you know, ban on these these things. It didn't ever like stop you. Like I had all kinds of friends coming over to my house to play video games. Whose parents are like, oh, we don't have games in our house, and I'm like, yeah, but your kids are over at my house all the time playing, and you know that. It's not like you don't know what we're doing, <laughs> but I, I, so you get to feel yeah. self righteous and and talk down to all the other parents. <laughs> and, yeah, I had. I also had to go to other people's houses. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. Um, I, I, it was honestly, better that way, really. 
Mm. Honestly, looking back at it a little bit, I'm I'm reasonably confident that it had less to do with my parents' kind of conservative background and more to do with the fact that if I were over at my friend's house playing the game, they wouldn't have to hear us playing the game. Mm. And that my mom's biggest objection was always, well, you're just going to fight over it and I'm going to have to hear it. I don't want to. And then they won't have to feed any children. I don't know. Worked out reasonably well for them, I guess. That is smart, but I don't know about the trade-offs of later down the road, your relationship with your kids could be, (laughs) that could be rough. Well, yeah, you just don't, you know, go over to their house for fun. Mm. (laughs) Hmm. My house was like, like almost like as if it wasn't even a house, almost as if it was like a park in the neighborhood that just like anyone could show up to. We didn't, we didn't lock our doors until I was like in college because not because necessarily like this place is so Mayberry like, and it's so safe. I mean, it is pretty safe, but like we knew that there was always going to be people here. There was no point in locking the door. We were going to get phone calls from people. Hey, why's the door locked? I can't get in. <laughs> so we just left it unlocked. Uh, yeah. One of those houses. Yeah. Time was. Time was. Uh, so that's the funny thing. I, I didn't, I didn't really have an experience with a house like that until I moved from Texas to Tennessee. Mm. And um, one of the one of the youth pastors at the church that I went to had a house that was like that, where kids, uh, she her house was only you know, maybe four blocks from where our school was. Mm. And people would wander over there after school. And sometimes their parents would pick them up from there. Or sometimes they'd, you know, just hang out for a couple of hours before wandering up to another friend's house who happened to live in the area or whatever. Mm. But she never locked her door and she was always like, Hey, you know, if you ever need somewhere to stay, you know, if you need Mm. somewhere to crash, you need somewhere to study, you need something quiet, you know, you need a little bit of food, just swing on by. It'd be great. What's amazing too. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if this place was like that, but like our place, nothing, nothing like really sketchy ever happened either. Like it sounds like, you tell someone about this nowadays, it sounds like a recipe for, like, a huge disaster. Yep. But somehow nothing really – I mean, kids broke bones because they were running around with squirt guns or something like that. But, like, there was never any, like, really bad stuff that happened, you know? It was just – Well, I mean, you're not going to get in that much trouble in either of the towns that I grew up in. But, yeah, well, this wasn't – nothing like that ever happened. We always went where the rules were less restrictive. Hmm. which often meant either parents weren't there or um, didn't care as long as we weren't murdering each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there's no blood. Must be all right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's not like, you know, we were all friends, so it's not like there was problems, but um, we got into some things we probably shouldn't have, mm. especially when we were teenagers. And... They- they call that life experience now. Mm. <laughs> Back in the days where you had to struggle to find a copy of the Anarchist Cookbook. Plus XP, man. Mm. Bomb making. Level remember up. Remember the Anarchist Cookbook, man? Yep. Not really. <laughs> oh, really? It wasn't a thing? Answers. I've, I've, I mean, I heard of it, but oh. I definitely I, I, never I, saw one. To be honest, I never read it or anything, but um, I am familiar. That was one of those things. That was one of those things you'd first that would like my first understanding of what the dark web was. I mean, I, sauce, right? I don't wanna, there's the dark wanna, places on the Internet that you don't go. And that's where that came from. I don't want to brag, but <laughs> I knew at least 10 different people whose cousin wrote. The <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, at least at least 10 different guys Mm. it's crazy all had the same cousin and they weren't cousins i don't know how that works and they were all just experts at making thermite (laughs) you never saw any of it but i did that in my high school chemistry class i don't know what y'all missed out on you know what we did in our high school chemistry class Mm. turn the gas on and just like wait 
until the teacher noticed there was a gas leak. And then we got to go. It was great. <laughs> Guaranteed last... out of class every time. Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness. My Perfect. last chemistry Productive class had your time 70 there. kids in it. Uh, oof. Uh, you didn't even. That's like a gas leak waiting to happen, like a human <laughs> gas leak. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh-huh. I see where you're going. Don't want to be in there on burrito day. <laughs> and it was probably, you know, a, cra- a classroom built for maybe 28 to 30. <laughs> Everything so- in California was like built for like 1940s, 1950s level population. And then mm. they just keep using the same th- buildings and cramming more people in there. It's. Mm. Yeah, I mean, they didn't have rooms for tables or equipment or anything because it was just chairs and people sitting like, on shelves. And did you have like my high school? There's like a fenced off area that's got the um, chain link fence, but there's that weaving plastic, so you can't really see. But if you look, it's just an area full of desks and, st- and tables and stuff. Like, oh yeah, the piles. graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> oh. One of my friends, he was like one of these kind of like hacker types. Um, his his last name was Wozniak, and his like biggest idol was uh, Steve Wozniak. Um, they weren't Steve's related, reason. but uh, but he 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 like figured out how to lock pick the locks at the school, <laughs> and so he got back there and stole one of their little go kart kind of little <laughs> tractor kind of looking things, and just started like r- riding around the school. It was. It was like the most amazing thing I've ever seen. It was like living in Braveheart, man. Like with the good parts. <laughs> <laughs> it was so epic. <sighs> the good old days. Mm. Mm. My memory of it may be skewed. Oh. Nostalgia, it's what it's for. <laughs> so Dace. Oh, is that is that a different way of pronouncing a word? Saudade? No. Oh. Oh, that's actually how you pronounce that word, actually. It's not actually. Um, so. <laughs> in, por- in Portuguese? Yes. Did you follow Portuguese? You know, I'm just going to sit over here and <laughs> feel like an idiot. <laughs> oh, no, that's the only thing I know in Portuguese. I just know the one language. Took some French, <laughs> took some Latin. It's been a long time, no. So. I, I used to always tell people, this is like the stupidest joke. It, <laughs> this like explains me so well. I used to tell people, English is actually my second language. <laughs> they asked me what my first was, and I said, oh, it's also English. So I had to, like to double up. <sighs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, people got a real one of, kick out of that. Uh-huh. One of my one of my martial arts instructors puts it a slightly different way. It's like, yep, English is my second language. My first language, Southern. Southern. <laughs> Southern. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. You do martial arts? I do. I do. Hey, I did martial arts. I did uh Taekwondo. I do another Korean art that is little known. Tang Sudo? Uh, not that one, oh, as you know it. Um, mine is called Kikido. Uh, yeah, my so my master knew some of that too. Like he was like one of these guys who's he learned stuff. He learned it all like in Korea. Like he was like half Korean or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So there's always some weird martial art that nobody ever knew that i'd like try to remember the name and tell people like you're making crap up all right (laughs) i feel like that sometimes when i talk to people i mean even as a practitioner you'll even at tournaments and things you'll come across other folks who are like wait what that's a thing tell tell me about your sensei i don't really call my sensei Well, then it's not real, man. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> well, you know, we speak Korean here, and since yeah. is a Japanese, they don't get along, okay? I mean, uh, you get it? Doesn't uh. quite work. Yeah, well, hey, that's cool. I did tournament stuff, too. I, I have a first-degree black belt, but I stopped when I was 12 because I peaked. You should get back into it. I was, <laughs> no, I'm getting it back into it now, man. <laughs> I, was, uh, I, was, I was 29 when I started. I, I, you'll, you won't see me doing a flying sidekick anytime soon, man. Hey, I only broke my foot. Okay, it wasn't that big of a deal. Mm. It's a really yeah. good flying side thrust kick, though. It was the landing that could have, you know, done a little bit better. But 
the kick was awesome. Mike, Nick, you guys do any martial arts? Uh, you guys got black belts? <laughs> I think I went to one class. <laughs> hey, that's good. Mm. At least yeah. you decided what you were about. You know what I mean? <laughs> Decisive young man. I've considered doing it as an adult. I've actually considered um, getting my 12-year-old daughter involved as well. That's. I'll tell you what, man. That's probably that might be good. Ah, we love our families. It's good times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's well, something. It's put- something that like. Well, I don't know. For me, I'm really grateful for it because like whatever small amount of self control I have right now, <laughs> I can I can definitely say that came from martial arts training. Like it made it. Mm. Like a lot of patience in my life has come from that. I, I really could have benefited from some of that. <laughs> I had to learn the hard way. I'll oh, see. This is a great thing, guys. You still can. You still can. Oh, there you go. Go yeah, find. I, I, I know someone who didn't start to like, in your area. Mm, no. Thanks for listening. You can find show notes at thiswillneverair.com. You can also find us on Twitter. The show is Never Air Podcast. Mike is Mike Busterfeld. Aaron is Aaron Ellen Goodwin. Matt is Tiger Matt. That's T-Y-G-E-R-M-A-T-T. And Nick is Wonderyak. Wonderyak.